You're listening to the Heart and Hustle podcast. We are your hosts, Evie Rupp and Lindsay Roman. Before we get to the show today, I have to remind you that Lindsay and I are hosting a completely free five-day Lightroom editing challenge. Each day of the challenge, we will be teaching you our little hacks and tricks on how to navigate and use Lightroom to make your editing bomb. We'll also be going over how to upload your photos, cull, export, and backup your images. It is a doozy of a challenge, and if you stick with us all five days, you are going to know how to rock Lightroom like a freaking pro and edit images that'll give you mega hard eyes. Plus, we may or may not have another free surprise at the end for you too, so stick around for that. All right, to join the challenge party, you can sign up at theheartuniversity.com forward slash challenge. Come on and join my friend. You definitely do not want to miss this one and we will see you in the challenge. Okay, now on to the show. Today, we are diving into the number one thing that we did that grew our businesses the most. If you are ready to see your business take off and go from one to 100 real fast, then sit tight and do not move. This episode is basically a behind the scenes look into our top recommendations for any business owner to grow fast and skip all of those nasty, ugly, not fun, potential roadblocks and booby traps awaiting you along the way. But okay. All right. I will stop teasing you and we can get to the show. You're listening to the Heart and Hustle podcast with Evie Rupp and Lindsay Roman, two photographers turned entrepreneurs and founders of the Heart University. If you're a creative entrepreneur or a motivated dreamer wanting to make the most of your life, this podcast is for you. Each week, Evie and Lindsay bring you actionable tools to uplevel your business and life. So if you're ready to step up to the plate and pursue your God-given potential, you're in the right place. You're ready to live your life and run your business to its fullest? Then buckle up, because here are your hosts, Evie and Lindsay. All right. So if you are listening to this, you obviously want to know the number one thing to grow your business. So what is it? Well, it's not crushing it on Instagram. It's not doing more photo shoots or even honestly getting more clients right away. It's not even being the best and most brilliant mind in the world. Drum roll, please, if you're ready for it. (laughs) It's investing. trying to make some audience sounds there. All right. Carol, I know you're listening to this. And before you get your panties in a wad, because money is tight, there are ways to invest with money, time and resources. And we are going to talk about all of them in today's show. So if you want to grow and succeed in something, you have to first invest in it, which Mm -hmm. honestly just means putting your time, effort and hard earned cash towards towards something that you want to succeed. In order to do that, you have to have confidence in it. And if you're trying to grow a business but are afraid to put forth any time or money into it, it's not going to go anywhere. So mm-hmm. invest in what you want to see grow. You cannot grow a business without investing in it, period, point blank. And so yeah. there's two ways to do that. And we're going to kind of dive into it now. Yeah. So you can, you know, you can invest. We want to clarify 
with both your money, so your finances um, and your time. So we're going to kind of talk about all of that. And if you're if you're listening to this, especially given just the circumstances of the economy right now and just everything going on, I know yeah. money is a, really tight for a lot of people. So don't feel stress or anxiety listening to this if you are a little bit tighter on cash than normal. Um, there are multitude of ways for you to invest time and resources outside of your money. So we're going to talk about all of those. So number one, diving straight on in, education. So we're going to talk about some paid education opportunities that are incredibly helpful. Um, Number one, courses. That's literally so helpful. Two, business coaching or one-on-one mentorships. Mind-bogglingly helpful to like just literally listen and learn from someone who one-on-one has already succeeded or accomplished what you want to. And they are literally giving you like the biggest head start possible. I cannot recommend business coaching, mentor sessions, courses, conferences, or workshops enough, which those ironically are the next on the list. So conferences and workshops. And then Lindsay, do you want to dive in? Yeah. Uh, Some other things that you can join are membership sites. So that's like a monthly membership to either like a Facebook group or just some sort of community group where education is being brought to you monthly. So that's another way you can invest in education. You can invest in masterminds. That's more of an up-leveled kind of retreat or like monthly group coaching. Um, that's Mm -hmm. a lot more high level and that's a really great investment as well. There, if we scale it back to not quite high level, but just like a shorter or not shorter, uh, cheaper dollar amount is like paid guides or digital downloads. Sometimes people have eBooks or things like that, that you can invest like 20 bucks in or 50 bucks or something that's a little bit cheaper of a price point. Um, And then even maybe most cheapest of a price point is books. People often, I think, forget about books when uh, we think of education, but buying business books for like 12 bucks, that's a great investment as well. So so helpful. Yeah. Those are a lot of paid education options. And then next we're going to talk about free and like education options, which is basically just investing your time. So if you are mm-hmm. short on money, this is these are ways that you can invest for free in educational yes. material. Yeah. So starting off social media content. So paying attention to, you know, people, business educators, whatever, coaches that you follow who are giving education on their captions, on their Instagram stories, whatever. Um, podcasts. You're obviously listening to this one. So go you. Woohoo. Cheers for you. No, seriously, that sounded very sarcastic, but I was actually being serious. <laughs> um, free webinars, free digital downloads, blog posts, YouTube videos, and community. Oh, don't even get me started. Community and connecting with others and learning together and from each other is so helpful. Um, a great example of this is like something like the Rising Tides Tuesdays Together or, you know, free Facebook groups, you know anything, get together a group of people, business owners, entrepreneurs from your area and create, you know, some regular Zoom meetups right now or something. Um, Just learn from community can be really helpful and free way to continue to invest in yourself and your education. Yes. Okay. So that was education, which is obviously, I think the main one that people think of when they think of investing in their business. So we just covered paid and then free, which is investing your time into education. So that was number one. Number two is reinvesting in your business. So that means that the money that you are getting, using it strategically to put that money in any way, shape or form back into your business to grow the business. And so what we mean by that, an example is gear. So as photographers, 
when we started our business, we started out with our little dinky cameras, whatever they were. Um, and then as we got paid more, we saved that, put it aside, and then started to reinvest in a better camera or a new lens. So that's what I mean when I say reinvesting in your business. Um, or it could even be like, if you're not a photographer, it could be the material to create your product. So maybe you're a yeah. macrame artist or a painter. It's just reinvesting the money that you're getting paid by clients or, or product shop or whatever. And you're taking that money and reinvesting it into your products to make mm -hmm. the actual product or service of what you're producing even better. And that you're growing your business in that way. Um, it could be saving up for laptops or equipment to run day-to-day -day operations, anything like that. Some yeah. other options for reinvesting into your business could be a website, investing in a web host or investing in a designer to design graphics or logos for you, or even just to design your site. You could invest in a warehouse, which is for product-based businesses, like a warehouse to hold all of your inventory. You could invest in team members. So that would look like outsourcing and bringing in independent contractors to create things for you, or even a team member like a VA to actually work side-by-side -side or a personal assistant or an intern, any of those. Evie, do you want to tackle the rest? Yeah. Um, you can invest in, you know, systems for the back end, like a, a CRM, a client relations management software, um, such as HoneyBook or, you know, whatever. Client experience is next and it's oh, so freaking important to pay attention to. Your client experience should be a top priority. So whether that's, you know, a client gifting, if you're a service-based business or packaging, if you're a product-based business, um, you know, the experience of checkout, shipment, you know, whatever. Paying attention to investing back into that client experience uh, is so, so important. Um, next up would be advertising such a freaking great way to, you know, expand your customer pool, uh, to reach new people, to promote your product or service to, you know, people who may have never heard of you. Um, and then opportunities, investing in, you know, whatever that looks like that will put you in the room with the people you want to be with, or, you know, will give you an opportunity to do what you want to do. So for example, you know, Lindsay and I both wanted to be traveling photographers when we were first starting into photography. And so we invested in a lot of travel to get us out there, get us traveling and, you know, putting ourselves in the, f the field of destination photography because we were yeah. choosing to invest in a lot of travel. Mm, yeah. Okay. So basically what's the point of everything that we just said? Why list them out? Why tell you all guys, all of that? Why even tell you to invest? Point blank. I think it speeds up the process to success. Because the thing is, you can find about just about anything on the internet in these days, in these days, in today's day and age, whatever you want to say. Um, it'll just take you a long time. Like there's, if you dig hard enough and look deep enough and take the time that it requires, you could probably find literally anything you want on the internet for free. If, if you piecemealed things together and took hours, like yeah. I said, you would get there. So why investing? Investing literally just speeds up the process because you're learning from someone who came before you in any, any of the forms that, that we talked about. Yeah. Um, it just, it, it speeds it up and you learn specifically from them. And, and usually you can learn to avoid mistakes because you're learning from someone who might've made the mistakes and they're teaching mm -hmm. and telling you how not to do it. And just, it honestly speeds it up. So if you want to make money faster and, and like, I feel like investing is the way to go. Yeah. I mean, I think it's important to realize that it's it's so important in any area of life, but especially as entrepreneurs and as business owners, it's so, so, so important 
especially if we're asking customers or clients to spend money on us, that we're willing to spend money on ourselves as well. Um, And it's important to realize that, you know, if we expect other people to invest in us, especially like, I think I'm kind of talking to photographers right now. If you're a photographer out there and you're charging, you know, however many thousands of dollars for a wedding experience or whatever, you know, do you believe in yourself and your, your abilities and, and your customers and your clients enough for you to actually invest that amount of money back into yourself as well? I think it's important for us to constantly be seeking to improve. And it's so helpful to learn from someone and work with someone who has already walked that road and, and gone where you want to go. You know, for example, pretend you're five, you're listening to this and you're five years old and you're trying to learn how to ride a bike. Now, could you learn how to ride a bike without training wheels? Yeah, sure. Would it take forever? Absolutely. And you'd probably be so scared you would avoid it. And if you did have the guts to try, you'd probably get pretty dang banged up uh, trying to learn on your own at five years old on a bike without training wheels. But now put, you know, a parent beside you. They've set up the training wheels and they're helping you learn on those. And then when you're ready, they take off those training wheels and they just walk beside you. And if you start heading off track, they've got you, they're pulling you back. They're getting you back on the level ground instead of the freaking, you know, 90 degree downhill, like slant, whatever. It's probably not even the right degrees. I always get those confused. Anyways, um, (laughs) if you, you know, have that person beside you when, you know, when you're finally ready to just take off on your own, they have literally set up the smoothest and best learning track for you to get that experience and get that knowledge so that you're ready to just take off and like pedal like nobody's business, like the rock star five-year-old you are. And you're not dealing with three concussions and two broken bones and a very hefty fear of bicycles. Like, I think it's really important to realize that as entrepreneurs, you know, investing in education does not mean that you aren't a good business person or, you know, you are a failure in any way. I think for a lot of people, especially, you know, people who haven't invested in education, it's very easy to feel that if I go learn from somebody, I'm admitting that, you know, I don't know something, but the fact is none of us know everything. I was just going to say it almost, it makes you a better business owner because you're having the humility to know, Hey, I can't do it on my own and I'm willing to accept help in the form of, of whatever help that is, like whether it's paid, yeah. whether it's free, investing time, you're not sitting in your high and mighty proud tower being like, I don't need help. I can do it on my own. I do accents yeah. on this podcast all the time. I don't know why. It's a, it's a delightful <laughs> treat. I'm very intrigued by Just it. a little chicken, <laughs> chicken nugget on the sprinkle top. Oh, Words I love it. don't even make sense. <laughs> Continue. I'm done. <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, I can dive into, you know, an example of myself when I was first getting started I, you know, invested in a mentor and honestly, it was a a time mentor because I didn't know that paid mentors, coaches, courses, or workshops existed until way later. It was several years into running my business and I had, you know, already (laughs) well-established and was launching like the heart workshop and everything with Lindsay had hosted the heart workshop and everything before I fully realized that, wow, like I could pay for education. I wish I'd known it sooner, but I didn't. And I'm still grateful that I chose to invest a lot of time into an incredible mentor named Laura from Ohio, a really well-established photographer who was just 
amazing at her craft, so talented. And I shot, you know, 20 plus weddings with her as I learned how to be a wedding photographer. And it was honestly the best thing I did for my business. I learned so much so fast without the extreme pressure of, you know, clients depending on me. Like as a second shooter, I could really just step back and learn. Um, And I think that it just catapulted me forward because I knew the industry by the time I was stepping into shooting my own first wedding, I'd shot, you know, dozens uh, with, with Laura. Um, I ate up every free resource that I could. I moved back in with my parents so that I could save and reinvest everything back into my business. And that was, trust me, a big sacrifice just in that season of life. There was so much change and, and letting go. And for me to, move back to Ohio from my school in California, move back in with my parents and, you know, work a restaurant job to save and just consistently dump back into my photography business was a lot of sacrifices, but I'm so grateful that I did. Um, like I said, I mean, I, I literally spent the first couple of years just reinvesting all of my money straight back into my business for new gear. I paying for HoneyBook, you know, creating a new website. And I used that hard-earned cash from working at that restaurant job to travel the country offering either free or discounted shoots to break into the destination space, like I said earlier. And it was so good. It was, I was investing everything that I had, my time, my money, my resources, you know, my energy. I really wish I'd known about workshops and, and coaches and online courses back when I was starting. But now, like I know about them now and I invest in coaches, courses, resources, et cetera, like all of that as much as possible because I never, ever, 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 ever want to stop learning and growing. And I know there's so much more that I have to learn and grow in. So Lindsay, mm, do you want to jump so in here after my monologue and talk about <laughs> stuff that you did as well? I have a question for you. Okay. Do you create so much content you often feel stuck? Uh-huh. Between blog posts, Instagram captions, free recreation, email campaigns, there is so much writing, right? Freaking yes. I've definitely been there, and I know how frustrating it can be to feel like you have nothing to talk about. So if you're consistently staring at a blank screen and blinking cursor, we wanted to give you an entirely free guide we just created for you. Guys, our content creation guide is pages of content ideas that you can use to write meaningful captions, blog posts, and more that connect with your ideal audience and create that value and trust that's so vital in order to sell successfully. You can use our ideas directly. There are dozens of them that you can immediately pull from, or you can use them to trigger new ideas for your content creation process. This freebie is so jam-packed that Lindsay and I even go back and reference it when we feel stuck. It that good, fam. If you're sick of not posting or creating any content because your brain feels empty every time you step up to the plate, uh, um, the keyboard, then we got you. Bye-bye, writer's block. Hello, value-filled content. Go to www.theheartuniversity.com slash content or click the link in the show notes. Now go kick some butt and create some content. Hey, Heart fam. We had to interrupt this episode real quick to share with you something that's revolutionized our workflow. Everyone always asks Evie and I what the number one investment is that we've made in our businesses. Without a doubt, the best investment we've ever made to get our life and time back is HoneyBook, a client relations management software. We both use HoneyBook every single day and legit could not live without it. 
It's an all-in-one project management tool that's designed specifically for creative entrepreneurs. I honestly don't know what I would do without HoneyBook. It streamlines everything. Email conversations, client workflow, contracts, invoicing, calendar integration. HoneyBook literally coordinates everything for my business. They thought of everything that a creative entrepreneur could need and combined it all in one place. From templates, brand customization, an app so that you can send invoices while you're on the go, all the way to the little ka-ching sound your phone makes every time you get paid, aka my favorite part. (laughs) HoneyBook gives you the ability to streamline an excellent client experience from your fingertips so you no longer have to spend 24-7 working in your business and you can finally get back to living your life instead. Guys, we know you're going to love HoneyBook just as much as we do. In addition to a free seven-day trial, we have an exclusive offer just for our podcast listeners. 50% off your first year of HoneyBook. Guys, that's a $200 value. All you have to do is go to share.honeybook.com slash heart and claim your discount. That's share.honeybook.com slash heart. Or you can check out the link in our show notes. Yeah, yeah, no, because well, we we obviously are both photographers, but we started differently. I somehow did know that those things existed. Not really. I mean, I didn't know about like masterminds and like conferences, but like I knew courses existed, I guess. And so when I first started, I first invested as much free resources as I could. So that was just consuming a bunch of online, just like information, PDFs, like any freebie that I could get my hands on, I did. And then right away when I first, I think I actually invested in a photography course before I even was full time. Um, And then I also invested, I think in a, in a posing guide. And then I also invested in a a Instagram course. So I kind of invested kind of upfront from the get go. Um, And all those things from the very beginning, I believe gave me such a great foundation and a head start to start off on the best foot possible, which is again, what I would think investing in the beginning of your business or any time, like Evie just said, is it's, it's giving you a head start. It's giving you that perfect foundation and platform to then go forth and do your thing. Now that you have all that information, um, in, in your head. Um, and then when practically when we started or when I started my business, I, at the very beginning, my husband was still in school. And so while I was investing, we were, he was, God bless him. He was in school and he was working two jobs so that we could afford life. Um, but almost all of my photography income at the very, very beginning was going towards bills because it had to, um, just because he was still in school and that was the season of life we were in. Um, but the second that he graduated college and got a stable job, that's when I, I truly amped up the investing, but then also reinvested. Like we said earlier, I reinvested all of the money that I was making back into my business. And then we strategically lived off of my husband's income only. And honestly, Mm -hmm. to date, that's kind of been the, like not maybe less so in the last year, but we have strategically lived off of half of the income that we could, because I never want to be in the mindset of, oh, I'm making this money. Now I'm living large. I have so much money to spend. Like here's my accent again, coming out. Um, (laughs) but I think it was smart to strategically live on less intentionally so that I could have that money to expand and grow my business more than I would have had we just been living large in Hawaii with two incomes. Um, And so that's kind of what I I reinvested that money into my business. Um, And any money that I made, I got a better lens or I upgraded my website, a new logo, more resources to help me like HoneyBook, like you said, or a gallery host. And, And then eventually that moved into outsourcing and hiring a team and hiring people. And so... Now we're almost at the point that my husband is quitting his job because now I have grown my 
because I reinvested in my business, it grew to the point where now it's like providing money for me. And I'm, I'm actually in a stable place more so than when I first started. And we were just like living off of his income. So that's kind of a little bit yeah. of backstory into me. I love it. And I, I feel like Lynn's like, I want to kind of clarify and address that you should never ever, ever stop learning and investing in your business. Like you should always be learning and growing and there's always more to learn. You know, for example, if you are a really successful photographer, you have a good amount of clients, inquiries, you know, all of that. And you're still feeling a little bit stuck. Like you've hit a ceiling and you don't know where to go or what to do from here. You, You feel like you've arrived in a lot of ways. Like a lot of your goals that you had for yourself, you've reached, but you also know that you really haven't like there's more and you don't even know what that more is. You're just, you're just feeling stuck. So what do you do? You invest in yourself. You uh, go get a business coach, a life coach, um, you know, invest in a mastermind, invest in an online course. You know, there's always more to learn. And especially as you begin to up level, I think there's never a stopping point for, you know, investing in yourself and your businesses. This isn't just a conversation. If, you know, you're newer to business and you're wanting to turn a hobby into a full-time career or whatever. This is the conversation for any, any human out there who is an entrepreneur at heart, at mind or in action. Like it doesn't matter. Investing in yourself is so vital to consistent growth and Mm. to pivoting and growing as the times change, as your business changes, like there's always more to learn and more to grow in. Yeah, man. Invest now. That's yeah. Great. Uh, yeah. We're personally still investing in our, in our own businesses and our own lives. Evie, I know like last year, I think you spent like 5k on a course. Cause you were like, I'm yeah. doing it. I'm going after yep. it. <laughs> I did. It was hefty. It was like so scary to invest that much cash into like one single course, but I do not yeah. regret it one bit. Like it's so well, worth I it. Think as educators who offer education and offer courses and offer mentor sessions, if we offered those things and then weren't willing to invest ourselves into growing yeah. ourselves to become better business owners, to become better educators, then like, who are we to offer stuff to people, right? Mm, um, that's good. And so I, I love that you just said like, hey, never stop growing, never stop investing, um, never stop learning. We're never yeah. above education. And if you ever come to the point where you think you're too good for something, then like have a heart check it's, because there's a major value that. Yeah. Major red flags there. But I I do want to be honest and say, I think the reason, like that wasn't on my notes at all earlier when I kind of brought that up of like hesitation to invest in yourself. Um, yeah. I think when I was first getting started, this also isn't in my notes whatsoever. I, I definitely have always just been the very like confident go-getter. I've always had that ingrained in my personality. I think a lot also of the way I was raised. I was very much like, I can do literally whatever I want. Like, you know, if I set my mind to something, I'm, I can get it done basically was just my yeah. mindset for most of my life. And so I really did start my entire business and like really launch my, my photography career and everything, uh, self-taught, self-made, whatever you want to call it. And I was already hosting workshops and like getting into the education space before I fully realized, oh, wait, I should probably be investing in education for myself. And I had to overcome the roadblock and the hurdle of, well, I'm already doing education. Like I know a lot of stuff, like, you know, what else, you know, could so-and-so teach me or whatever. And it was such a, an interesting season for me 
um, just raw talk of recognizing that that was stinking, ugly, nasty pride um, that I thought I knew everything. Not even that I thought I knew everything. I just thought I knew most stuff. And I was like, I don't want to invest because like, you know, I know a lot of it. Like, I had right. like God, God really knocked me down in a, the best way and was like, are you kidding me? Like, you know, nothing. And I was like, oh, okay, cool. Um, I'll invest now. <laughs> um, but I feel like I just, if anyone's listening to this and kind of feels that way of like, I'm already super successful. I'm doing a lot of stuff. Like I'm doing great. That's awesome. That's super great. There's always more and there's always more we can continue to grow in. And I think it's really dangerous. And I experienced this myself. So this is coming from like very personal experience. I think it's really, really, really dangerous as entrepreneurs, as business owners, as human beings to feel like we've arrived or that we have all the answers because that is probably our number one uh, enemy to our growth. Um, Mm. That's such a lie of like, it's almost putting a gate in front of us on our, our journey, on our road of like success or growth or whatever. That's the minute we hit that gate, we're like, oh, okay, I'm here. And we don't continue to push forward. And, and there's always more. And it's important if you do hit that gate or you feel like you've, you know, arrived or whatever knock down that gate, climb over it, go around it, whatever. Cause the road does not stop. Like it, it's never over and we can't let our own pride get in our way. I think that's just really detrimental as entrepreneurs. Yes. Amen. I love everything. Everything <laughs> that you just said. Um, and I want to add one small note as we kind of round up this episode and round out uh, words don't make sense sometimes. So round up and round out. What am I saying? As we You're end. struggling today. It's fine. <laughs> yep. Uh, my coffee is low. Uh, the thing <laughs> that I did want to talk about is don't go into debt for your business if you can help it. Like, yeah. don't, when we say invest and you don't have the money to, don't just be frivolous and be like, credit cards here and there. Let's go. Like, that's not smart. <laughs> don't do it. Grow bit by bit is my yeah. recommendation. Um, I know that sometimes business models require like a, a, a deposit or require an investment or a loan, depending on like if it's a high level thing. I get that. But like if you can help it, if you're starting something that's especially like a photography business where it's a low point of entry, like you do not need mm-hmm. like a $10,000 loan to start a photography, a talk, but I cannot talk a photography business. You need <laughs> yeah. a camera. And you can save up for like a $500 camera and a dinky little lens and go from there. Yeah. Like you can start bare bones and then grow bit by bit as you're slowly getting money, um, using what you have, saving and investing in what you can when you can do it. Um, and at the beginning, if that like looks like consuming all the free resources and content you can while saving up for that paid offer, then great, do that. But you're still investing yeah. your time um, so I just wanted to make that note to, to, if you can help it, if you're doing a business that's a super low point of entry, like don't go into debt for your business, be smart about your finances. I mean, we could do a whole other episode on finances and we, I mean, we have done yeah. episodes on finances, but just be smart. Don't go frivolous. Um, don't like take out a loan just to buy a course. Like don't do that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Amen. I want to recap really fast before we end this episode. So number one, um, two main ways that you can invest in your your business. So number one is education. Lindsay and I cannot stress that enough, um, not only as entrepreneurs and students ourselves, but also as educators. It's just, it's the biggest thing you can do to grow your business. I mean, it will take you from mile one to mile a hundred, you know, with with the right training, education, all of that. It's, it's there for a reason. And it really, really does make a difference. 
Um, and then if you don't want to pay in, you know, pay into education, whether that's courses or conferences or workshops or, you know, membership sites or whatever, then there's a lot of free ways that you can do that. So, you know, engaging with blogs, YouTube videos, free webinars, podcasts, hey um, you know, stuff <laughs> like that, community. And then number two would be, you know, reinvesting into the business again. So gear or systems or employees or staff or, you know, whatever opportunities, client experience, um, just pay attention to the amount of time, energy, and resources, you know, money, whatever that you are giving to your business, because that will help you grow so much faster if you're willing to invest in yourself, in your business, and in your growth. Mm, yes. Well, if you enjoyed this episode, guys, we love the gram. You can find us on the gram, screenshot this episode and tag us. We we love seeing it. We love interacting with you guys in our DMs. And so um, tag Evie at Evie Rupp, tag me at Mrs. Lindsay Roman and tag our Heart and Hustle podcast at The Heart University. That's where you can find all of us. And if you want more awesomeness, more community for free, great. It's applicable to this episode. Um, yes. Come join us on in our photography, not photography. I literally can't talk today, y'all. Our podcast. <laughs> our podcast. These both start with the word P. With the word <laughs> the P? Letter, the, the letter P. <laughs> come, oh. Basically, all I'm trying to say is, let me just think about this. Come join our community group on Facebook. The link is in the show notes. All right. There I'm you out. go. You're done. <laughs> All right. While Lindsay checks out, um, if you guys want to come join the Facebook group for the podcast, if you guys have any questions or insight or whatever that you've learned from this, don't feel scared to hit us up. We would love to chat with you and just encourage you if we can, you know, help guide you on education to invest in or whatever. Lindsay and I are here to see you succeed. That is always our goal. That's why we do what we do. It's why we create this podcast. Um, so don't feel scared or or hesitant whatever to hit us up if ever we can help you and kind of you know navigating this entrepreneurial journey um and in the meantime we are so stoked to see you crush some butt this week we are cheering you on and we will catch you on the next show yeah